Okay, welcome to StrongCom Podcast with me, Aaron Dunn. I'm a sales coach. I'm a marketing consultant. I'm a podcast producer and Grant Cardone licensee, and I'm committed to helping other people strengthen their communication, their community building, and how that builds stronger company, create a greater understanding of how communication online and off, sales, marketing, creates a greater community, a connection with other people. And when you put those two things together, you build stronger company, whether it's a business that you're building or the company that you keep, like the people around you. And really the people around you are what really builds your business, the people closest to you. And so that's what this podcast is about. That's what this show is about. That's what I'm about. And so this episode is called Strong Opinions from Weak to Strong. And I want to share with you a little bit about what I've learned over the past 30 days about this experience of going from weakness to strength. Because my friends, I'm not strong all the time. Let me tell you, I'm not always the strongest person. I'm not always the strongest salesperson. I'm not always the strongest marketer. Not always the strongest podcaster and it makes it hard for somebody like me who builds their business based off strength builds their business based off being strong in those three areas i'm working on building a business i am building a business about those things i'm building my career about around and like i I say my business like myself as my business like hopefully you understand that you are a business but anyway it's a podcast episode for another time but i'm building a career out of these three things. And so when I find myself at my weakest, when I say my sales are weak, my marketing is weak, my podcast is weak, it's really hard for me to sell, market, and connect with other people who have those problems, like sell myself, market myself, or and ultimately, most of all, connect with other people who have the problem that I solve for others, um, it makes it impossible without strength. And so my friends, I've been feeling a little weak. I've been feeling a little weak here lately. My cat's going crazy. I don't know if you can hear. I've been feeling a little weak lately, probably for the past few weeks, um, just because I've been really, really busy. I've been focused on a lot of what's happening at work and that's part of the struggle that I have. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk to you about in this episode for the next, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes or so. Um, I want to talk to you about that struggle, that piece and why it's important. Um, I'm going to talk to you about a coaching call, which will lead me into this coaching call that I had. I'm going to talk to you about some other stuff, some fun stuff, some things about strong opinions. And I'm going to share some opinions, um, in, in a, in a, attempt to practice um, and, and and really build strength for myself because, you know, here lately I've been working out and I realize how weak I am. You know, it's not until you, it's not until you have the ambition to work out that you realize where your weaknesses lie because you've been lying on the couch, you know, and lying to yourself that you're going to work out. And over time I've been, uh, over the past couple of weeks, uh, thankfully, been building the physical and the mental 
discipline to get myself up and also the accountability factor of my lovely, lovely wife uh, has been a really strong addition to my physical and mental strength. And so just like that, uh, we have to say I have that same approach I'm finding um, with our sales, our marketing, our podcasting, our ambitions, our dreams, our goals. And that is where I have found myself in the weakness. And so uh, to go to strength, you have to get yourself up, uh, first of all. And then the thing that got me into working out a long time ago, I've got a pretty good workout regimen, but it's like super strong right now. The thing that got me started was to just sweat every day. Like I didn't run, like I'm not a, I run now, but I was not a strong runner when I first started and uh, I was weak. Like I didn't have any kind of chest, didn't have any kind of muscle at all. I was noodly. Okay. I was noodly. And um, I made a commitment to myself to just sweat every single day. And so this is the act of sweating right now of doing this podcast, getting back into the work itself, how important it is to get the reps in, get the reps in. And then that's where you start to build momentum. That's where you start to build results. That's where you go from transition, transition to transformation. And so I'm packing a lot of thoughts in here. So just kind of front loading uh, the podcast and just kind of what my thoughts are. Kind of just going off the cuff. Hope you're with me. But let's get down to the meat and potatoes. Let's just, you know, let's let's just talk about what I wanted to talk to you about today and share what I've learned. And that's really what the purpose of this is, is because I want to help you get from weakness to strength. And the only way I can do that is if I'm going from weakness to strength. And so I gained a lot more clarity over the last couple of weeks through reading and interacting with these coaches, uh, uh, coaching calls and things like that and tapping into, uh, you know, like there's times where you feel like you're on an island. And so I reached out for help and I got it. And so I want to tell you that story. So here's the story. Uh, as I said, I'm a Grant Cardone licensee. I've been following Grant for five to six years or so. When I started my sales career, I've learned so much from him about sales, marketing, building business. But, um, you know, I don't just listen to him. I listen to a lot of people, Brad Lee, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, a lot of different people, uh, Patrick Bitt David, a lot of very smart, intelligent, business-minded folks. And uh, one of these people that I found was actually through Grant. That's why I brought his name up. And his name's Hank Norman. He's worked and coached Grant because he has worked and coached other people like Mel Robbins, for example. She's a powerhouse speaker and coach uh, herself, media personality. And, you know, you do some digging on Hank Norman and you realize that this guy has been behind hundreds of shows and has produced hundreds of shows across his career. The View. He's the mastermind behind The View when it first came out. The Oxygen Network and lots of shows behind that. Tons and tons of work. His track record is solid. Well, they have a podcast called This Is Called The Show. And the whole point of it is, hey, this is the show. This is it. We're doing it. 
And I've been listening to this podcast. Uh, it hasn't been going on for very long, but I've listened to every single episode. And recently they had an episode where they were like, we want to bring somebody on to the show and coach them. I want to, you know, solve somebody's problem live on, on, on our show and then we'll put it out. And so I sent them an email and I was the guy the next day. It was like crazy. I, I sent the email later that night. They said, yeah, come on. So I came on and they're like, okay, so what's your problem, dude? And so it was an amazing opportunity. This is like a coaching call that, you know, other people would charge five, ten thousand $10,000 for probably. Uh, but, you know, they, they spent uh, 40 minutes or so with me and uh, I just shared with them, you know, kind of my perspective and what I was going through. And they really like Hank is just such a talented guy. He's been doing it for so long, cut through like so much and gave me um, some valuable insight and some things to chew on, some homework to do. So this is kind of part of that homework, but um, the big takeaway, and you can, you can listen to the show. This is called the show. The episode's called quiet King. And that's what kind of came up. Um, I, you know, I knew that they would have fun with this, but I mentioned that I was the homecoming King and his insight was really interesting on this. I was a homecoming King for classes, 70 people or whatever, 300 people in the high school, but, uh, not even that. Uh, yeah. 300 people in the whole high school, nine, 10, 11, 12 and 69 in my graduated class. But, um, anyway, he mentioned how, like I was telling him my problem and my problem is that, you know, I work, you know, I'm an entrepreneurial person and, uh, I've built a career for myself. I'm very, you know, thankful and proud and grateful for the career that I've created essentially. Um, and it's been through repeated failure, uh, and you know, a lot of, a lot of work. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm in a position where I can get a media marketing sales job pretty much anywhere, you know, and probably be pretty successful. But with that talent and the skill and the things that I do, I've got the entrepreneurial freelancer bug within me in my veins. It's really been growing since I was a kid. And so I'm sharing with him on that. And it's like, you know, I, I have these, you know, two things where, Hey, I could go, I could go this way or I could go that way. And I'm trying to do both. And I'm trying to do both at a high level. And, you know, there's times where I feel that I've got a cap on myself. I've got a, I've got a, you know, governor in place essentially, because, um, you can only do so much, only so much bandwidth, only so much, uh, to do. And then, you know, when, uh, one starts to dwindle or one starts to get harder than the other, or one starts to, um, you know, the, the pushback become, you know, it's hard to break through those things. Um, these are the things that I'm experiencing. If it's like, you know, great success at the job at the, you know, it's like, that's great. You know, and then, you know, in my, in my, in my business, my personal in my personal career, my in strong con consulting, my career in my business, um, you know, I, I face problems and setbacks and struggles and things like that. And it takes more work that I don't actually have time for because everything else is working. And then when that's not working and then this other thing is working, uh, what do you do? How do you choose? And all these things, these are the things that come up. So I shared it with him and, uh, I also shared how, you know, I struggle because strong, calm consulting is based the based off strength. It's based off how can you take, you know, your regular communication and supercharge it and make it stronger? 
how can you go from weakness to strength? And uh, he mentioned how like to connect this with the homecoming king thing. Uh, he mentioned that I was a, a peacemaker. He read this into, you know, because I have this homecoming king and he was just making quick reads, you know, he doesn't know me. It was the first time I've, we've ever talked really. And uh, because I mentioned the homecoming king, he, he, he was like, somehow you networked your way into to winning this thing right way back in the day. And that's probably how you've navigated in your career. Like you've been able to network, get people to like you to a certain degree, give you access to certain things and experience success. That's how you do it. You know, it's, it's being uh, a good networker and having a social, like being able to win a room essentially. And uh, you know, social intelligence and uh, when you're on your own, you don't have that. You you only have you. You know, you can't really network yourself into success. You really have to work at it and and and, and have that strength of communication. And so, your business is what he said. Your business is actually the problem that you're going through, and the documentation of that, essentially, the emotions, taking inventory of the emotions that you feel, and sharing with other people these problems and then giving them the step-by-step of this is how I'm solving these problems right now that I'm experiencing. And then that becomes your business and your brand. And I just thought that was really, really powerful because that's truly what I'm doing. I mean, everything that I've done thus far has been about this type of this type of experience of like, how do you go from knowing nothing about cars to selling them and selling plenty of them? You know, I didn't know anything about it. So I documented everything that I was doing and saying, you know, but one thing that I didn't do was share the struggle as much. I just shared what I knew. I shared information. I shared information, a transactional relationship between you and me sharing information from, you know, sender to receiver. That's what I did. But the real money, the real strength, the real breakthrough comes in the transformation of I'm going to share the hard part. I'm going to share the part that I'm comfortable with sharing now because I'm out of it. That hard part was my back is against the wall and I have no other choice, no other option. I don't have a college degree. I'm not very good at school. And if I don't make car sales work, then I'm not going to ever be any type of successful. And then that's really what fueled my success in car sales. How do you go from knowing nothing about social media and turn it into a career or, you know, media in general, podcasts, sales, uh, putting your back against the wall and saying, oh, if I want to sell, if I need to sell cars because that's the only way that I'm paid, then I'm going to have to learn how to get out there and share what I know about this stuff to other people and build connections online. How do you build connections online, social media, YouTube, podcasting? I didn't really share it that way. I shared information. And that's one way to do it. You share content, but also like, how can you bring somebody else into the story of this is the true experience? Well, it takes strength. It takes bravery. It takes gumption. It takes an a, a, a ambition and a goal big enough to pull you through 
the struggle and the problem that it might cause emotionally internally and emotionally externally in the other people that you're speaking to. Like it might make other people uncomfortable when I say, look, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to build a successful sales coaching and marketing consulting podcast producing business so I can fly on my own and work wherever, whenever, with whoever I want to work with. That's what I want to do. And that whoever I want to work with is people new to sales or people with a plateauing people People new to marketing need new ideas or people plateauing in their marketing that need a little injection, a little more strength. People who don't know how to make a podcast or people who are podcasting now that need a little more help. That's what I'm, that's who I want to work with. And so I'm getting greater clarity on that. And I'll share a book that helped me do that uh, in a later podcast video, but like that, that is hard for me to share because, um, you know, there's other people and other emotions involved. But what I learned in this conversation, this coaching call was the fact that, you know, being a peacemaker, the homecoming king can actually be a weakness because the same skills and talents that got me to finagle that, uh, I didn't really have many haters. You couldn't really afford to in, in high school somewhat. I got along with everybody and that's kind of what I was sharing with him. And he labeled me a peacemaker. Uh, the, the co-host Lauren apparently is a peacemaker as well. Don't like to, you know, uh, uh, disrupt too much. Don't like to, you know, shake things up too much. Like to just play it cool. But it's what I'm confronted over the past few weeks is that I can't afford not to become an earth shaker. I'm moving from peacemaker to earth shaker to get to the next level, because the only way that I can properly help somebody else strengthen their communication to the degree that that is necessary is become master at strong communication. And what I've realized is that if I stay at peacemaker, I might be liked, but I might also not help as many people as I could. I hope that makes sense. It'll make sense over time. But like sometimes you have to shake some stuff up to get a to get a message across. Sometimes you have to shake shake the tree a little bit to get the leaves to come off. You got to you got to just come out there with it. And so when you don't, when you silence yourself, when you silence a message, you're actually depriving somebody of value, provided that the message that you're sharing has some value. And as long as you believe in that value, if you silence it, if you muzzle it, if you keep it from getting out there, then you're keeping yourself from the opportunity. You're keeping yourself from the transformational good that you can bring to the world and the transformation that another person can have when they get the message that you're bringing. And so this is, uh, you know, the first episode, uh, of, of a new, of a new approach to strong calm. Still the same message is still the same communication, community building, we're building company, but 
it's with a greater strength from weakness to strength. And we're putting in the reps, we're putting in the exercise and we're sweating it out a little bit. And so it might cause other people to sweat and that's okay. That's a good thing. And so, um, that's where we're at. That's where we're at with that. And so I hope you got some value out of that, uh, little tidbit. Another thing that I wanted to share, um, <laughs> my cat, my cat, yo, going crazy. Another thing I wanted to share, and this is just a strong opinion for me. This is like a new segment or so. Naomi Osaka. And so let's talk about her a little bit. And this is this is practice in action. This is stuff that I would probably stay out of because I really just do not care. But at the same time, the world cares. And it's not that I don't care. It, it actually. I would rather not share my perspective on this just because. Uh, like peacemaker me says whatever is happening is happening and I have no control over it. So who gives a damn? But the earth shaker me says, well, this is a great opportunity to share a perspective, to practice uh, sharing a perspective and, uh, un- and, 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 and getting out of my comfort zone from weakness to strength and also, sh- you know, talk about a trending topic. And so uh, that's what I wanted to do. So Naomi Osaka like one of the top tennis players in the world, she withdrew from the French Open. But prior to that, she did not do a media interview. That was big news. She didn't do the media interview, so she was fined $15,000 and was warned that if she did continued to not do media interviews, then she would be barred from other tournaments and things like that. So I read that earlier today, and I was like, oh, interesting. You know, and then she shared on her Instagram story that this was because of her mental health, that when she goes to media interviews, she gets, you know, high anxiety when she interacts with the world media, even though some people are very nice to her. But if she gets, you know, some kind of criticism or talks about gets asked questions about, you know, her performance or what have you, uh, then it sows seeds of doubt. And then that creates more anxiety and those kind of things. And she doesn't want that doubt in her life, which I respect. When I first read that, I was like, yeah, respect. Fuck the media, right? Like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to subject yourself to the doubters, the haters perspective, you know, maybe not even hate, but criticism. I get that. You want to maintain your champion mindset. Then I realized that, well, like they're actually contractually obligated to go to these media events. Like it's part of their job. And so it's like, you know, if you're going to be a champion and play at the top of your sport and your sport happens to coincide with media appearances, then maybe you need to focus on how you can maintain your champion mindset within the context of the media. And so that's kind of where I shifted that perspective, but also respect mental health is important. Maybe you should work that out. Somebody support her. Like you're one of the highest paid athletes on the planet, but it just goes to show that regardless of the success that you've had, if you don't maintain a clear and uh, healthy mind, then problems could could happen. And then Pierce Morgan shared his opinion. Pierce Morgan, 
you know, was, you know, he said it in his strong way, regardless of how you feel about Pierce Morgan, the man knows how to share a strong opinion. And so I read his opinion. He was talking about how it's like belly aching and stuff like that. And that she was, you know, contractually, contractually obligated to participate in media interviews and I was like okay that's another side of the story of course everybody hates on Pierce Morgan because of the way that he says things and all those kind of stuff but um, I just kind of wanted to share my, my two cents on that and I just think that like yes I agree that you know she should be able to uh, not have to do an interview like like she you know owned up to it and said hey you know for her own health I think it was the right decision for her to withdraw from the thing. If she did not withdraw from the French Open and was just going to complain the entire time that she had to do media interviews, I'm like, come on, suck it up and do your job. However, I know mental health is a thing. So if it's really a problem, then you should withdraw from the whole tournament, which is good. And then I hope that as she continues to do this, she becomes a greater uh, stronger athlete and well-rounded, not only as a tennis player, but as a person in the media, because that is where 95% of her funds come from, from the media attention that she garners from being a very, very talented athlete. So no disrespect to Miss Osaka at all. I just hope that she gets the skills, the coaching, the confidence, and can block out that anxiety and get that supreme mental health that she's looking for so she doesn't have to feel anxious about you know being asked about different things that she can become her strongest self uh in her game and be able to communicate that to the media um so that she can continue to blow the world up and show us what a champion looks like um so that's my perspective what's yours i want to know Another thing, we saw The Quiet Place 2, um, and it was a really good movie. If you haven't seen the first one, highly recommend you see it. It would be really good for you to see the first one if you didn't see the second one, or before you see the second one. Um, that being said, even if you didn't see the second one, you probably still have a pretty good experience, but uh, first one is really good. Second one's just as good. The power of silence, the power of contrast, the power of using our strengths, using our weaknesses to overcome massive, massive uh, fear, massive danger, risk, um, using the supposed weakness or uh, drawback or uh, setback in our life and using it as fuel to live out our purpose the thing that we're made for to do, to be a benefit to the rest of the world. Um, that's what A Quiet Place 2 is about. And so that's about all the time that I wanted to spend on it. I could, I could talk about it more, but uh, that's all I kind of wanted to share uh, about that. And it's a really good movie. So um, here soon, I'm going to uh, share a view of a book. Uh, that's coming up so definitely stay tuned for that even though i hate saying stay tuned um 
And yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I'm always open for feedback on these episodes. So please reach out to me at Aaron Dunn Works. Give it a follow. Subscribe to the YouTube. If you want to support me and see me do well, then um, those are ways that you can do that. Or you can, you know, give me a call or, uh, you know, email me Aaron at strongmy.com. I want to help you transform into a stronger communicator, a stronger sales performer a stronger podcaster, create your own podcast, your own show. And so I'm confident that I can do that. Even though I just shared some weaknesses with you. The reason I'm confident that I can help you get to that breakthrough is because I'm actively taking part in these breakthroughs all the time. And I'm going to share with you these things, uh, the best practices, the things that have worked for me. So you can do them too, because if they can work for me, they can work for you because I'm just a small town guy who's somewhat figured it out and uh, I'm figuring it out all the time. So again, thank you for your attention. Thank you for your listening ear. Thank you for coming back. We'll talk to you soon.